high peaks of the Rocky Mountains. Denver's Adult Industry Podcast. So fold up your dollars and knock back a beer. Pixie! Mr. J! Next on stage one. It's been a crazy week. How was your week? You know, it was a good week. Yeah? I'm finding that the stuff that they're putting on TV these days is just really starting to piss me off. Um, Resident Evil doesn't look like Resident Evil. No? Okay. Oh, yeah. It looks like shit. The new commercial. Uh, look, I don't watch TV. It's really starting to piss me off what they're doing with the properties that I read about and I've played and I know intimately and I'm looking at the- scared. The, like, what the fuck, dude? So yeah, we'll 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 get to that. But no, my 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 week's been good. I am five days off of vacation, boy. Woo! Nice. I'm off for a full eleven days. Oh, I got a question for you. Do you want to yes. go to the Brown Palace and have tea with our interview at noon? Ooh. Or do you not want to do tea and just meet us up at the strip club for a spot of tea? Yes, with GW at noon. At noon. Hmm. Because Big D is not going. He doesn't want to go have tea and be all... I haven't gone down to the Brown Palace in fucking years, dude. Okay. I think that would be really I will fucking let, cool. I will let GW know that before we go to the strip club, we're going to have tea. Yeah. That's going to be a lot of fun. We got to stop talking about Denver-specific stuff because we have such a huge reach now. We're going to have you know, so much We're fun. all over the United States <laughs> and outside the United States. And yeah. we talk about the Brown Palace. People are like, what the fuck are they talking about? So the Brown Palace is this really old, historic hotel in downtown Denver. It's uh, just old as fuck. You know? Yeah. Um, so that's just to give you a little background on that. Anyway, you know how I ramble. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. I was... I was happy to hang out with you on Friday where yeah. we got we got our second studio up and running for got our second problem. Yeah, pop. I mean prop po- podcast. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, problem. <laughs> so we're gonna be double dipping soon and that's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah. You know pop culture perspective, dude. I am so excited. It's gonna be really exciting to be able to talk about the other side of us because we're not just strippers. No, no. We're cool. We're, we're kind of nervous. We do all kinds of shit, dude. Yeah, and uh, sometimes we think that strippers and superheroes go hand in hand. They do. We've said that so many times, and I think that's why I'm attracted to both. So, yeah, I'm I'm really excited about our first episode, and our first episode, we're going to spitball, okay? So we're just going to open up and tell people what we're doing. I'm excited. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Pixie. And I'm Mr. J. And you're listening to Next on Stage One. We are Denver's best and, and only adult, adult ni- entertainment <laughs> nightlife podcast. You know, and we do this every week. I was noticing we, that. We're not going to re-record that. We're gonna- No, no, we're not going to because we're going to talk about this. Yeah. Because this has been in the footage that I edit. <laughs> okay, so we are Denver Entertainment. Right. We are Denver Nightlife. We're strippers. We're adult entertainment. We are Denver's local adult entertainment industry podcast. Yes. But we're regional. We're everywhere. Right. Both of us have 40 years of experience in the adult industry. I alone have 22. It's really grassroots 
type of stuff. Right. Okay. And that's where this podcast looks at or how, how this podcast looks at stuff. Right. Okay? Different nightlife or nightlife itself. Mm-hmm. Okay. And adult entertainment. Mm-hmm. And everything that goes kind of hand in hand. Right. With that. Right underneath that nice big umbrella. I mean, the umbrella is pretty vast when it's you. It's pretty big. Yeah. When you start breaking it down into other things, things kind of slide and fit under that umbrella. So we're going to be real. It's going to be real interesting how we're going to squeeze this week's topics. Yes. In. We're, this week's, we're kind of doing uh, what's in the news. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a, a news segment, uh, what's going on. Because how do you explain it to people, the, the topic? Let's... Well, we have, <laughs> <laughs> we've done some great episodes this season. This, this one's going to um, be interesting. This is going to be one of the weird ones. The last couple episodes have been kind of controversial. I'm surprised that we haven't gotten canceled no, yet. No, not yet. Be not abs- yet. Especially not yet. last week's episode. We're good. We're good. Dude, the, the, it's just the dude, F word. We, we were blowing the place <laughs> up with F-bombs, dude. It was a lot of fun. Holy shit. So this time. This time, we're going to do a, something a little bit more fun. So yeah. we've been seeing a number of things in the news that maybe are adult entertainment nightlife related. Right. One of those things is Victoria's Secret. We're going to talk about that, but yes. the first one I want to talk about is your buddy Batman. 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 We're talking about Batman because he was trending on Twitter for like a whole week. Now, we've talked about it, you and I. Yes. That strippers and, uh, well, cartoon superheroes, yes. they, they're very similar. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of like... Tights and thongs and like things that strippers have. Look, (laughs) they're trying to explain it too goddamn much and stuff that you're viewing these days in pop culture, okay? And everybody's got to be armored up to the teeth and all that bullshit. But it wasn't like that back in the, before the the year 2000, okay? Everybody was wearing fucking tights, okay? Uh, Yeah. And there was a lot of sexuality that came along with wearing those fucking tights, dude. You've got buff. Clark Kent being Superman in the Superman suit. Right. When you've got Power Girl, she's... She it, had a, basically a thong. It, totally, totally, <laughs> she dude. She had that little window for her boobs. Thank you. You okay. know, there was a lot of sexy individuals. It, even, like, Batman himself, he is... He has this whole persona behind him. Look at the... All right, I'm going to try to tie it in this way. Because, first of all, I'm trying to figure <laughs> out how to tie this into adult nightlife. <laughs> If we're going to talk if about that, yeah, okay? yeah. It's superhero strippers. There, we can talk all day about how they kind of mesh and influence each other. But how does Batman work into this? So, because we have to have a reason, we're adult nightlife. We oh, are. Ah. Batman works at night. Batman does work at night. Batman has a lot of ladies, a lot of lady friends. He's a millionaire. Okay, all right, and I'm sure being a millionaire, he's had parties where strippers have been there, right? I'm sure. I'm sure he's he's had a couple of ladies of the night. I would love to see a male dancer pull off a Batman strip tee. That 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 would be interesting. <laughs> so yes, yes, yes. Superheroes but, and strippers do kind of mesh. All right, we're just right. gonna roll with it. Right. So you came up with this topic last week, <laughs> and I'm kind of like. What the fuck does this have to do with Stripper or, or Denver? But uh, all right. I'm rolling with so, it. Okay, so yes. DC asked Harley Quinn, hashtag Harley Quinn team to remove a scene from season three. Harley Quinn is the 
you know, the cartoon in which Batman performs oral sex on Catwoman. Okay, my okay. understanding on this... And there's a whole there's a whole other thing, so go now, ahead. Now, they wanted to do this in the cartoon, the Harley I Quinn believe, cartoon. I believe it's the Harley Quinn cartoon because it's season three. So Harley Quinn is also among the current crop of comic content, and the main character and all of her closet allies are villains rather than heroes in the DC canon which allows the show to do different things with the characters that heroes simply cannot do, at least according to DC. It's incredibly gratifying and free to be able to use the characters that are considered villains because you have so much more leeway, says Harplin. A perfect example of this third season of Harley when we have a moment where Batman is going down on Catwoman and DC was like, whoa, you can't do that. You absolutely can't do that. They're like, heroes, don't do that. We said, are you saying heroes are selfish lovers? They were like, no, it's, well, we sell consumer toys for heroes and it's hard to sell a a toy if Batman is also going down on someone. And that is going on with DC and, well, the writers for Harley Quinn. Who are the people that are, or who's credited with that? So the person who brought this to light was Joe Otterson. From? Uh, he's just a well-to-do guy with a check mark. Okay, from what I understand, <laughs> makes... um, because I think his information is absolutely incorrect, my understanding was Zack Snyder wanted to include a scene of Batman with an inclusion of Catwoman and, I'm sorry, Catwoman and Batman in the Snyderverse. Mm. Ben Affleck and a version of Catwoman where oral sex is being exchanged between the characters. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's my understanding on it. Now, when it comes to the Harley Quinn cartoon, is that they also wanted to have a scene where they had Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy in a bed together. Okay. Okay, so I think the information is incorrect. I don't think he or she knows the, exactly what's going on. DC is trying well, to... Well, this is, this is a screenshot from somebody that... Uh, from another article. So I, so I kind of... Yeah, I take it on its face that it could be So we're talking about two different things, okay? Zack Snyder wanted to do some type of inclusion with having Catwoman doing some type of thing with Batman. Now, I've always been kind of against this because I think that when it comes to cartoons or comic books, that kind of shit... Even the movies and the TV shows. Yeah, that kind of shit should be left to the imagination. You know what I mean? Um, So I I was even against them putting Batman... Batman and Batgirl together in the mm-hmm. Killing Joke, the cartoon. I think that was a bad move because I'm not, you know, you know that that just doesn't work. Bruce Wayne wouldn't fuck Commissioner Gordon's daughter. You yeah, know what I mean? That's kind of creepy as fuck. After you. you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So um, this new shit is kind of fucked up and weird. Mm-hmm. You know. So, but Zack Snyder's got his own expression of what the DC universe is, and that's we're talking about the same man that also said he wanted to see Batman um, or Bruce Wayne when he was learning to become Batman be put in a penitentiary and raped. Okay, yeah, and, that, and have that, that as part of canon. Yeah, that so we're just talking about a guy that does weird shit, right? But it also in the multiverse that that they are pulling around with DC, like anything could be canon. Yeah, yeah, that's what they're trying to do. And, and but, I, I personally hate that. Right, and I personally think that. You are a comic book that is producing stuff for the younger generations to enjoy. 
Right. So, yeah, you can go far. You can do kisses. You can do, like, the butt scene, like, uh, you know, Deadpool. You know what we do on stage? Yeah. We allude to fucking. We allude right. to fucking while dancing. Yeah. And that's what these other medias or, or, or portrayals should be doing as well. You make, you allude to it and let us take it a little right. bit further. We don't need to see the actual it. No. No. And the people that are watching the show are, are our age. Yes. And we're taking children to these shows. Yes. So you, you're trying to hit multiple markets at the same time. And it doesn't work. Yeah. Bat, Batman has... We all know he's a million-dollar playboy. We all know he's going to be skinny-dipping with whoever, and he's going to be enjoying the nightlife. In my mind... Batman goes down. Yeah. But it doesn't need to be said on screen. No. It, it can be in an 18 plus comic. It can be. Or in... it should be left to the fans to experiment in, in the cartoons that right. they draw, they put right. on the internet and the cosplay that they do yeah. uh, with photographs and right. shit. And fucking even the fucking triple X, not superhero movies that you see out there. Right. Okay. It should be left to that medium. Right. You know what I mean? Because in, Where it's not for kids. You know, in rea- you yeah. In reality, to you're to selling it. toys and you're selling toys to children. And s- sometimes you got to put a line in the sand. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, no. Some things are too real. I, I mean, if DC would have just came out and said, hey, look, we sell toys. That's it. You can't put that in there. And let that you, be that. You can allude to it. You can do a cut scene. You can do a jump scene. You can uh, throw the clothes off, but you're not really showing it. Right. Yeah, you can do all of these things without displaying the Exactly. Okay? And there's another piece of this, too, because we can also jump into the Harley Quinn uh, Poison Ivy relationship that right. I can't fucking stand, okay? Because I loved it. And for a number of the younger folks that don't know, that aren't watching the old shit, go look at the Batman Adventures. Go look at uh, uh, TAS Batman. Yes, Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy were they, hanging out together. Yeah, okay? no, they're, they're, no, they weren't a thing. Okay, They were they super were villainesses that ended up being best friends because they do the right. same type of shit. It's like a Marvel team-up when you have uh, Spider-Man meet up with Power Man. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It's a, let's just put them together and maybe it'll work. It's it's Green Arrow and Green Lantern. Maybe we'll just throw them together and see that comic book sells. So let me ask you. Two obscure mm-hmm. characters actually worked together. Right. So that worked. But they were good friends. Yeah. And then, and then they wanted to push it just a little further. All right. I already said. Yes. I believe Batman's that kind of guy. Do you believe Batman's that kind of guy? Batman works out so much and he's such a perfect white dude. He's banging that shit properly. You don't you you think that because he was a master of all trades. He's also he's no, a master of all he's trades. A, because he's kind of a fucking spy, dude. You right. know, he puts he's a master of disguise. He, sometimes he overthinks everything. He gets into everything. Sometimes he don't just have to be Batman to get what he needs. Sometimes he'll put a disguise on and get himself in situations where he might have to bang abroad to get some information, and he better know what he's doing. Okay, <laughs> I Bruce agree. Wayne yes. put in some yes. work. I'm trying yes. to tell you that's. Number one white dude. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like it's Clark Kent where he he doesn't really know what's going on. This is Batman we're Clark talking about. Clark is a good old boy from, from Clark the... Clark Kent is a good guy. Yeah. yeah. He, he's the good old boy from the, the Midwest that has old-fashioned country values, dude, right. you know? And right. Bruce Wayne has, has it all. Whatever the fuck he want to do, <laughs> he going to do. So times are a-changing. They and are, this and they kind always of shit do. is being pushed, and I don't fucking like it, dude. You yeah. know, because the thing is, you don't have. 
Alfred Hitchcock was able to do Psycho where he poured chocolate syrup down the drain when, when the bitch was being killed. Uh-huh. That shit that was going down the it drain, like that was chocolate yeah. syrup, dude, in black and white. And people were scared out of their fucking minds, okay? No blood. You understood. That girl got fucked up. Right. And you can allude to things and yeah. you can have fun with it, but these are still children's movies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. These are still things... Batman is a children's character. We're just older now. Yeah, but let the fans have fun yeah, with it yeah. the way in a nasty sense. Right. Let let adult stuff be adult stuff. Right. And you know They don't need to be doing that. Let yeah. the fans do that. Yeah. Because we we do that kind of shit all the time. That's where role play comes from, <laughs> dude. You <know>? Right. <laughs> Um, I mean, some of us have our own particular cosplay. Is basically fucking role play. Look at those girls out there. You've seen the pictures, and they're beautiful. Oh yeah, they put the work in. Yeah, because they're putting on a costume and they're getting into character and they're going. And they love those characters. They love it. Yes. And when you cosplay as a character, you're putting on some. You're putting on an identity. Yeah. You're putting on that that alter ego that Kinda we all do like on stage. Kind of like a stripper. Exactly. exactly. Right. So, and I guarantee you a number of the cosplayers that you see as Cammy or Princess Leia in the bikini um, mm. at, at these Comic-Cons and events, I guarantee you a number of those ladies are fucking strippers, dude. Mm-hmm. Why? Because that's the arena that it kind of lives in. Oh yeah, and they go hand in hand, dude. So yeah, good good way of tying mm-hmm. that together. But um, yeah, we I think we're in agreement that when it comes to certain portrayals of it, okay, right. I know that Joker and Holly Quinn were together for a while, mm-hmm. okay, and I know that their relationship was toxic, and I also know at some points they alluded to they were fucking, okay. Uh, well, you know, in the McGinnis in timeline, the continuity. In the timeline, Grandma Joker yes. or Harley Quinn. Right. Yeah. You know, she had kids. Uh, I wonder where they came from. Right. So <laughs> as a fan, I can imagine how demented that is, that, mm-hmm. that relationship you know, between Harley and, 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 and Joker. And, but that's what makes it interesting. Right. And he's not to be teaching me shit. Just, just show me just some show. fun, dude. Just, yeah. Yeah. It's fiction. I don't like how they glamorized Harley and Joker's relationship. Oh, no. I don't they, like they that. They fucked it yeah. up. So- all right, and we're going to talk in about... In the movie, say fuck Let's it up. talk about our other in the headline. Okay. <laughs> I know, that was a terrible jump sequence. No, no, it's good, again? though, um, because we are making a connection. Right. So um, right. the next connection that we're going to make today is... <laughs> is, <laughs> is another part of the stripper, like... It's stripper-ish. It's stripper-ish. It, you know, it's it, in the genre. It's in the genre. It's underneath that, that umbrella that we've been talking about. And this time... It was Victoria's Secret. I know what Victoria's Secret is. It's dicks. No, it's not. It's totally dicks. (laughs) And I will explain to you why I think that. Anyway, go on. This is probably where we get canceled. All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. (laughs) (sighs) They're retiring the angels. They are getting rid of the Victoria's Secret angels. What in the entire fuck? Well... So every year, Victoria's Secret puts on this grand show. That no one pays attention to. No, that, that I, I'm going to look it up right now. I'm going to look it up right How now. How many people watch that shit, really? Well, I'm going to look up it. I'm going to look it up. Okay. Because uh, I feel as though it's like the Academy Awards, because like normal people that I like work with, we don't talk about that shit at work. Unless something funny happens, of course. You know, somebody falls off the stage. That kind of shit. Keep talking. <laughs> so 
Victoria's Secret is um, is doing something that I think is incredibly stupid. This okay. is like canceling the Playboy bunnies. Let's see. Here, here's our here's our stuff about Victoria's Secret, the runway show. In 2000, let's see. It has been running since 2001. You are not going to read the article, are you? No, I'm not going to read the article. Okay, how many how many people watch that shit? Well, it was being watched. Like, uh, it had more than 10 million views in 2010. Okay. We're, so people were watching it. What it, what does it play on? Because I never catch it. Is it on TV? It's usually, TV? yeah, it's on, it's like on ABC. It's on ABC. Yeah. It's on, or NBC. It's usually on NBC. Um, the women, they, they would be wearing whatever was their fall line. So the next line, every girl had a custom set of wings made just for them. Okay. So if you were picked to be a runway angel, you had a wing and you had an outfit. You had multiple outfits, but you only had one set of angel wings. Right. And so they were custom made and everybody had to be part of this show. So so the girls that performed got these custom wings mm-hmm. individually for them. Kind of like yep. it's a staple, yep. kind of like the Playboy bunnies have fucking... Yep. Bunny, bunny shit like, on them, right? Just like the, just like the Playboy bunnies, where they had a custom outfit made for them. I understand. So it was tailored to them. Okay. So they had music. They had a whole production. And they for did it. a runway show. Yes. Okay. And people actually watched it. Yes, and people okay. watched it. I, I'm just asking. I'm just curious because no, no, I know fine. people watched the Super Bowl. Okay. Yeah. I know people Super, watched the World Series. It's not Super Bowl numbers, but people are definitely watching it. I know people watch the Grammys. I think people were watching the Victoria's Secret more than they were watching the Grammys. Okay, so, <laughs> but what I'm saying is, levels. honestly, they, they're shooting themselves in, in the foot. That is what they do. That's their right. staple. That's right. their Spider-Man. That's their Superman, okay? Right. That's, their, that's their company logo. That's what identifies them. Right. They were the, the more friendlier than... Fredericks of Hollywood. Okay. So this is Hooters without the titties. Yes. Okay. This is uh, Playboy bunnies without the bunny ears and all that yep. shit. Okay. Yep. Yes. Do you see yes. where I'm going though? Yes, I see exactly where you're going. That, that This is an icon. This is something like when I talked about my Las Vegas story, I said we, we dressed up like Victoria's Secret Angels. People knew what I was talking about in that episode without having to go into detail Oh, what I was wearing because of the staple because, of well, the idea. You were associated yeah. with it by your dress. Right. Gotcha. Exactly. And I, you know, you you don't have to explain those kind of things. It's like, it's it's like McDonald's. It's Victoria's Secret Angels. Yes. You don't. It's hear, the Big Mac. Yeah, yes. You don't hear anything about Fredericks of Hollywood anymore. They're gone. Well, they're still there, but they're not as much as Victoria's Secret. You know, I used to order from them all the time. Yeah, from yeah. the little catalog. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, because you would get the catalog. Kinda totally like, would. Kind of like a Sears catalog. Yeah. And so Fredericks of Hollywood was first, and it was a little bit more uh, naughty than Victoria's Secret. Angel. Right. And Victoria's at least Fredericks had kind of a male section, a mm-hmm. small one. Small one. But I don't think Victoria's Secret does. I think, I think it does just now. just for women. I think it does now. So, oh, so yes. they market them in as well. Yeah. Okay. And it's more like pajama bottoms. The section wasn't as big as Fredericks of Hollywood. Okay. The section was a little bit less. So no more angels. They did have a controversy where um, they wanted 
bigger representation on the on the runway. Yeah. So they did they did move away from the size zero on the runway, and they did get they um, experimented with it. Yeah, yes, they got, but they, everybody was even yep. Sports Illustrated. Yeah, everybody shit. was moving towards uh, encompassing everybody. I get it, and that's what they were doing. I get it. Yeah, but now no more angels. Right, they're gone. So you understand why they're, you know why they're doing it, I right? do know why they're doing it. You want to tell, our, you want to tell <laughs> our friends or shall I? I can read the article or you can go ahead and tell okay. them. Okay, so we got another woke company there, boys and girls, are doing stupid shit. So what they're doing is they're replacing their staple, their identifier, what associates your mind with their product in favor of diversity. Mm-hmm. Again. Okay. Mm-hmm. Instead, m- instead of adding on to the angels and adding more people into the angels, they just cut it out. Right. So they're just they cut it out and they're just going to a whole nother genre. No, they're totally getting rid of what works and they're trying something completely different, which I think is fucking stupid. Now I did pull up a new, little bit of information. Now this now you folks know how I feel about mainstream shit. Mm-hmm. Now this comes off of MSN.com. I've got the the CNN article. The up CNN. As well. Oh, yeah. So oh, we're gonna get oh, we're gonna get both God. sides. Okay, so this article is uh, written by uh, Katie Chun, uh, and it's a uh, salon. It's the mm, uh, salon. salon. Yep. You I know remember, that? Yeah, I know Salon. Do women read this? this oh, a, this is totally a woman. Gotcha. Salon is, okay. yeah. So the article is entitled, uh, Victoria's Secrets Finally Drops Its Male Gaze. And oh, that hires sounds the- wrong. Right, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. They dropped their male gaze? Victoria's Secrets finally drops its male gaze and hires oh. diverse smokes models reflecting real women. Okay. okay. Keep going. So oh, Keep going. Let me read the article. As frequent self-appointed cultural critics, if there's one thing men on the internet can't stand, it's women they're not attracted to being visible in any way. The latest object of their outrage is Victoria's Secret. Now, so, hold on, hold on. Yeah, I, I already take up bites and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I already don't like the language. Right. And this is a news article, by the way. Well, it's also a news article skewed by... It's already writer. leaning a certain it's way. It's already leaning a certain way. It it kind of implies that all men are like this. Yes. That all men, if they don't like something, they can't even handle it. That's like not how... Like anything that they're not attracted to, they don't it, you want to hide it. Like you got to like hide it, it away. It exist in the yeah. real world. It, it doesn't exist. This this show, this soda, is it's too much. This I, isn't the last action hero, dude, where everybody's <laughs> fucking beautiful. It's not the movies. You yeah. know, we know what the real world is. So they're We implying... are dancers. We know that each body type looks a different way, acts a different way. I can't tell you what to be attracted to. You can't tell no. me what to be attracted to. That's just not how the world works. <laughs> and the different levels of pornography out there, it should prove to you that <laughs> everybody's got a different idea of what they like. Anyway, right. so the article continues, once entirely catered to straight male wish fulfillment, the lingerie company announced this week that it would switch out its famous mostly white Cis gender not true. Size zero models for new That's spokespeople who will include US women's soccer icon Megan Rapol. Rapol? Rapinol. Rapinol, yeah. Indian actor Priyanka Chopra. Chopra Jonas. Uh, Chinese American skier and to be Olympian 
Eileen Jew, size 14 model and advocate, Paloma Esler, boy, I should have read this first, and transgender <laughs> model, Valentina Sampaio. Okay. So uh, how right. do these people rack up to normal people? If if the angels are too small and too tiny and they're two size zero. Now, I don't watch, I haven't watched the, the runway model. Okay, so... Bit. What Can I you, know. From what um, you know. Yeah, from what I know What's of the What's the demographic dance, that's up there? Uh, for the girls? Yes. They're from all over the world. Okay. They are not just cis, white, gendered women. It's not just white girls. No, it's not. It's different. But it's, some girls are tiny. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mila uh, Kunis? Was she? Mila well, Kunis? Was uh, she I don't a, know. a, a model oh, man, one time? I'm, let me let me see. Let me see. If, I'm going to pull up Victoria's Secret Angel names. Okay, I've got a list of our current... Victoria's Secret Angels. And you can tell me if these, if they sound or uh, just by their name. I know that Lily Eldridge, she's 35. Fuck yeah. Okay. She's 5'9". Dude, I'm five foot. Right. So I probably wouldn't be a, a runway model. <laughs> she's done nine shows. She's American. You got Alyssa Andra Ambrosia. She's 40. Brilliant. Brazilian. Brazilian. That's not white. I know that ain't white. She done 17 shows. That's one show per year. Gotcha. They've got one, Karen Mulder. She's 51. She's Dutch. She's 5'10". 50 years old. You're going to tell me that's not diverse? Okay, so they've got a pretty extensive group of ladies. They do. They do. So So it's not... So you've already proven that the... That the... The cast, I should say cast, is that how you would Ca- say it? Cast, models. Okay, uh, uh, the models are yeah. not mostly white. Looks like there's a good mix in there. Uh, the cisgender, who gives a total fuck? Uh, size zero models. Now, I'm going to say if they're um, 5'10", they're not size zero. They're not. There is no way that these ladies, uh, and uh, Victoria's Secret, they have a little bit of jiggle, like a little bit of booty jiggle on them. They they got to be able to fill out. Back in the day, I'm sure when when the Victoria's Secret Angels started, there was probably maybe one or two that were definitely a size zero. Gotcha. But you do height versus weight, and you're not going to get down to that zero. It just, it the bone structure doesn't allow for that. No. No, I and, get you. And each of these women are different and unique and independent of one another. They don't all look the same. Once again, I don't we're, really keep up with those we're putting. Tricks. Well, once again, this article is putting them all into one little it box. It does seem to lean. It does seem to lean. Let, yeah. me, let me continue. I've got uh, maybe three more paragraphs. Okay, go for it. Three more paragraphs. Something hits me. I'll uh, stop now, you. When the world was changing, we were too slow to respond. Uh, these are quotes by Martin Waters, and he's the CEO of Victoria's Secrets, and he told that to the New York Times. We needed to stop being about what men want and to be about what women want. Ooh, okay. Okay. So okay. you want to discuss that a little bit? I do. Yes. Because you know who buys me my sexy lingerie? Your fucking husband! <laughs> Big D ding, right ding, there. Ding, 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 Holy shit, for real? Did I get it right, Pixie? Yeah, dude. Well, fucking duh. He has bought me... Let's just say I'm not into uh, garments or anything, but he has bought me quite a a, a bit of clothing. Absolutely. And That's he, what it's supposed to do. And guess what? Yes. I only wear it for him. 
There you go. I don't even wear it for myself. And he bought it specifically for you to wear to, for him. Uh, See what I'm saying? Of course, because okay. I know that there's lots of lovely ladies out there that love to look sexy for themselves, but the majority of them are wearing it for somebody else. It's a gift that you do for yourself for another person. We have totally different perspectives <laughs> on this, okay? Well, I'm a girl. And We're going to have different perspectives. And yes, and that's exactly it. When I look at you and when we have this conversation, I imagine that when you, when and if you do go to Victoria's Secrets, it's usually with a bunch of your girlfriends. Not Because I've seen right. it. I've seen it. Okay? I've seen it, yeah. One or two of the ladies in there walking through the mall will stop by Victoria's Secrets right. to look through their shit, okay? Right. But the majority of them people that are in Victoria's Secrets usually men. Let me continue. When you do go out personally to go shopping, I would assume you would want something comfortable. When I'm buying undergarments for myself, I am not buying things that crawl up my butt. Right. I am bu- buying the soft jersey knit uh, granny panties. Right. I am buying. Which men hate, by the way. So they're ugly. why do we go to Victoria's Secrets? Because we don't, for, for the... a night, we don't want to see in the granny panties. Well, plus, you want to treat her to something a little bit more special. Yeah, you want to pretty up what's pretty. Yeah, you want to put a pretty little bow on a pretty little box. Fuck yeah, dude. And guys don't just do it because. Well, they're, oh, 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 I'm going to get some. No, they like to enjoy visually Thank you. with their mind. Right. And they imagine their yeah. woman in that outfit that's on that mannequin. Right. Or on that featured model. Right. And when most of the ladies that work at Victoria's Secret are very helpful for men yeah. who have no idea what they're doing in there, they help and they guide the men through the store do you think she'd like this? Do you think she'd like that? What size? They're trained to do this. They, they used to allow, well, they, I think they still do, men and women into the dressing room at the same time. Yes. Yes. I wonder if that. And yes, you can hump back there if you can get. But, I, I, but you know, but then they got wise to that shit and they started making the stalls where Shorter. it was up to. Yeah. <laughs> so you could see your legs and shit. So right. you really couldn't be doing that. Right. But yeah, people used to fuck in there. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'm going to tell you from a male perspective because right. I know your experiences with Victoria's Secret may be a little bit less than mine. Because, like I said, when the ladies do go out, when my sisters go out shopping. Yeah. I remember them talking once about them taking mom to Victoria's Secrets, but they oh, had never would... talked about yeah. that ever again. It's never come up again. <laughs> I don't think women just go, you know? And I'm... I know y'all talk amongst each other, but... I know a lot of younger ladies right. love Victoria's Secret. The Victoria's Secret is more of an investment. Yeah, It's a bra that you're going to keep for years. Well, as much money as they are, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. The special occasion shit. Yeah. So my experiences with Victoria's Secret is, A, it's the key to getting laid in, in many <laughs> circumstances, dude. You know, um, I, and I don't know why. It's just like the, the whole rose petals to the bath and then rose petals to the, the bedroom type thing after a home-cooked meal. It always works. Laundry right. works. So a guy is conditioned, friend, wife, whatever, and he wants a little ooh-la-la on those special occasions – you get what's good for you, that piece of lingerie, that thing that, that I want right. to see my fantasy because you're my fantasy lady. Right. You know what I'm I mean? with you because and we're we have this special relationship, this special bond. 
and I want to see my significant other happy and beautiful right. at the same time. And this doesn't just go for men, because if you're if you're a woman in a woman relationship, you're buying your special woman lingerie. It, it's across the board. And I used to take a bunch of girlfriends to when they wanted to go to long, right. you know Victoria's Secret yeah. and get them something because it's basically it's really a gift for me. Yeah, when, you know yeah. when you when it, you're spending fifty to hundred <laughs> bucks on some. Fucking right. underwear, you know what I mean? Does that make sense? It's not a gift for you. Right. It's a gift for me. So what in the fuck are they doing with their marketing? This is once again that Gillette thing where you're shitting on your your customer Well, a lot base. of people on Twitter, the Twitterverse, happens to think that men don't buy Victoria's Secret. That's they happen bullshit. to think that men don't care about sexy garments on their ladies. Uh-huh. Because it just like that article, they want to put people into a certain box. Now, we as dancers know that, you know, each body type is different. Yep. Each, each piece of naughty clothing that we put on can be special and can be very expensive. A custom set of underwear is going to be over $35. Oh, absolutely. That's for you. Yeah, totally. Yeah. You know, so if you buy your special lady a pair of $50 drawers... Don't wear those all the time. Don't go yeah. to work in those. You yeah, know? you're not gonna go. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna go to a special dinner. You're gonna make sure it's you know yes. it's an occasion. It's an occasion, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> now I understand as well because you gotta keep in mind that they also have a very very let's just say broad diverse spectrum of customers as well because mm-hmm. you've got men that are not buying those for their ladies. Right. Right. We don't kink shame on here. Not my nope. business. Nope. Whatever but you're doing, that your clientele own does exist. It's right. a lot larger than a lot of people think. And so, why and if are... you keep that to yourself, that's your business, right? But don't put it on. on and that's what it, se- it seems that they're doing. They're trying to do that in their marketing. Is they're trying to say, "Hey, you guys that do that kind of shit, come over here and get this." And da da da, this is what right. it looks like on you. No, that's kind of the hush hush stuff. Right. We know it exists. And they're getting rid of their bread and butter market. Yes. They're getting rid of in place of that. It, for whatever woke thing that they're trying that to produce. That doesn't make sense. They're trying to make, make us normal. Everybody. They're trying to normalize it. They're trying to normalize it. Yes. They're, they're trying to bring in, oh, well, these girls are no longer normal. These Victoria's Secret, it's unattainable. It doesn't matter. You, it, It's not for you anymore. Right. They're trying to branch out into other things. I get it. You want to have a soccer player be your spokesmodel. Sure. What does this woman look like? Uh, let me bring up her picture. I and, and I don't want to shame her. That's no, we're not none shaming. of my business, okay? Okay. Um, and she could even she's be a butterface. But what I'm saying she's is... She's in shape. Oh, she's in shape. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She's a, she's a soccer player. I hate the purple hair. It's not my thing. <laughs> not, but some not, people might like hey, that. You're not fucking her. I'm not fucking I'm her. I'm not we fucking her. So I'm okay. Right. Yeah. So do you do? Sure. I'm okay with her. Right. There, there's plenty of people. Because when it comes to model, the models, they're supposed to be that diamond anyway. Aren't they supposed to be a rarity? Right. A- each model should look a little different. They should be from different places. They should have different perspectives, just like us in the striptease agency. Right. It's- they have a look that's so exotic, it's almost ugly. Sometimes. A lot of them. Sometimes, yes. Okay. Yes. So she fits in. She fits in. Okay. Uh, most of their... Like what they're trying to do is they're just trying to, they're trying to throw things at, at the wall and see what sticks and yes. see what they can bring at the sacrifice of, of their their of, fucking business of their base business. Yes. So you're you're making your base business mad. Everybody's doing this shit right now. Right. 
And Disney's doing it. <laughs> yeah. Didn't we just talked about Heavy Metal Magazine recently where they're yep. doing that shit. Yep. These motherfuckers are doing that. Yep. Fucking Jalad's doing it. Okay, now, here's what worries me, okay? This leaning to um, what I would even say is androgyny um, in mm-hmm. a number of circumstances with the where, marketing that they're where doing. Where nothing is sexy anymore? Be- because they're, be- they're going too <laughs> far in the diversity okay, okay. And, and, I'll, and i'll explain it this way when it comes to this type of business um, when you're trying to sell something to people people like seeing it presented at its very best that's everything that you buy right. okay a car right. tv you know, it's nice shiny out of the box and it's yeah that's great, what you want okay? yeah um so that's the same thing with this you know um the youthful ones we know in the industry when the little girls or the new guys come into mm-hmm. the fucking club off oh, fuck he or she is going to Fuck my money up for They're at least a, a lot week of money. or two, you know? Okay? Right. That's just the truth. All right. right? So when you're marketing things, it's okay to say that the average ordinary Joe Blow exists because, yes, they do. But I would figure that you want to present what you're trying to sell to me the best way you possibly can by right. putting it on the, the best-looking mannequin you got. But I want it to I, – I can imagine myself – as a size two or three. I can imagine myself, if it's on a mannequin, I can imagine what it Yourself looks in. like right. on me. And I if don't, it doesn't fit, take it back. Yeah, you get something I, else. I know my size. I just want to know if that that comes in my size, if I like it. Right. Does there it, you go. Is it in my price range? Is it in my size? The mannequin, just put it on a pretty mannequin. It doesn't even need a head. Okay. Now see, now, see, this is what they're doing, or what I, I feel as though they're doing, is that they are changing the whole dynamic of who is being, this, these things are, or what Who's marketing are. to? Exactly. Okay. You know, um, because once again, I don't mind that certain, because everybody's got a different idea of what's attractive, okay? Right. Um, when I ran the agency, I tried to have varying people there. Right. Okay? And, and like, everybody was presented at their best, their... Their hair was done. Their nails were done. Their makeup was done. When we did pictures of the girls, it wasn't pictures of the girls on the couch. They were they were beautiful girls in their own right, and we weren't trying to sell uh, dirty water as clean water. We weren't trying to muddle things up. No, I it's think not they're a just going thing. too nuts with it. What I'm saying is they're taking the extremes too far. Right. Okay. There's nothing wrong with adding a plus size model or two to your roster because you should have them because there are normal people out there. Right. But there's a difference between plus size and obese. And all of us know what that difference mm-hmm. is. And see, the thing is, they don't. They will put the obese person up there and then say to you, you can't say shit about it because you're shaming them. That's right. not healthy. Okay. Right. That doesn't work. But I've seen, pl- I've had plus size strippers work for me that we had them all ass the and we're yeah. making money, dude. Okay. Yeah. I've had customers come to me and say, I like a woman with a little bit of meat on her bones. So, right. yes. It's personal I get preference. It. Yeah. I get it. Okay. But how far do we fucking go? Well, are they are they representing those people in the sizes that they make? Are they representing them in the models? Are, are they just bringing these people out as showpieces? It feels well, like a virtual signal to me. I think it is a virtual signal. I think that next next week there'll be a different flavor of the week. Oh, and by the way, you know, um, what's up with this? Because uh, I'm looking at the, and, and I'm sorry. And, you know, I'm I, not I, sorry. I would love to say trigger <laughs> warning here. This might piss some people off. But the transgender thing in things that are categorically women. Now, 
I, here's the secret is... This is where we get canceled, Victoria, yes. Yeah. yeah. Victoria's Secret's got a number of secrets. A number of those ladies, those angels that we've looked at over the years may not be what they appear to be. That's, that's, that, but I can't, that's, I can't substantiate that. Right. Okay? So they've already been doing it. Yeah. Okay? Now they're trying to elevate it. Okay? Right. They're going to push it a little are, further. Are you okay with it? And I can't agree with that. Okay. Well, that's you. Yeah. Nobody should force you to like something or try and manipulate no. your opinion on something. It You have to be able to come to this agreement on your own, your own thought process. Yeah. This is just us talking and spitballing about how we feel about it. No, yeah. And I'm not trying to piss anybody off. Yeah. But, you know, once again, you know, when you're talking about – now, we just said – that we know people that like to feel pretty by wearing pretty things underneath their clothes. We have That's stories about. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. None of my business. But when you try to make me say this is okay, right? Okay, and it's being put in my commercials, I'm being forced to watch, or in a television show that I used to like, mm-hmm. then we've got a problem because mm-hmm. I feel as though it's seeping into everything else. Yep. Okay. Now, what used to be presented in a certain way. Through staples like Chippendales and Hooters and the Playboy Bunnies mm-hmm. and the Victoria's Secrets girls and Dallas cheerleaders, those exemplified the product that they were selling. This is the best, right? You know what I mean? We put work not everybody we... gets to be a Dallas yeah. cowboy cheerleader. Be- they're ca- because they're qualifications that are associated with the job, and right. now they're saying that everybody can do certain jobs. And when that is not the case. I've got people working with me at my job, and I, and I feel as though I can say this, that I've got new people working with me that are above the age, to, and I hate to say this, but they're above the age to be doing the type of manual labor that we're doing. Right. Okay? They're right. at the age You're where, in a normal, regular job, and yeah, these people and are- it's hard work. It's right. physical, and if we get hurt, we're getting fucked up. Right. Okay? So these people are not able to give the full potential mm-hmm. that you would think- a person as younger would be able to. And right. that's not me saying that I'm great because I got younger cats that can do more than I can do. Right. Okay. It, so when does the place that you're working for say your qualifications and no discrimination, but you are not qualified for this position because of the things that come along with it. And that goes back to striptease and that mm-hmm. goes back to modeling. There are certain qualifications that come along with doing this. When are, eventually we're going to have that men modeling Victoria's Secrets items right. on the runway. Why? Because there are fat men that like to feel pretty too. Right. So is that acceptable to show that on TV? We don't know. I mean... For, is that the next well, thing that's coming? They already canceled them. There's no more angels. So there there won't be the possibility. When does this seep into the striptease uh, industry? Oh, I don't know. When do you start saying... When, when do they say you can... It's interesting because there's a meme you put up on Facebook. From with little the fat. angels in Las Vegas, and they had their sign. Somebody's driving past the sign. Oh, yeah. And the sign said, ugly girls encouraged to apply. We are short-staffed. <laughs> Stripping beats unemployment. Okay? Stripping does beat unemployment. <laughs> funny, though, down. right? It's but funny. It's yeah, true. It's then, true. But, but the, truth, and the, the truth is in the comedy because they're saying, we are fucked right now. Because hey, they don't, if you have don't have look that great. Yeah. Come on in. We'll still take you. Right. It's interesting. It's interesting to see what companies think that that they can do. And they're companies, and they're more than willing and able to do whatever they like with their own product. Right. But when you start bashing men or people that start pushing back against what you're doing, 
it does get a little bit different. I mean, I may or may not buy Victoria's Secret again, but I know lots of women who will. Oh, I never will. Ever again. Yeah. Um, I don't like this type of bullshit. I really I, don't. I really don't like it when somebody tries to force my opinion. Yeah. I, I, I don't like that shit at all. <laughs> I know what they're doing. I see what they're doing. I don't like agenda-driven uh, marketing. You know, yeah. but pretty soon here, everybody's going to be, it's Pat. Okay, everybody's yeah. going to be so androgynous by what they're conditioning yep. people. And there, there won't be... There's a separation between the sexualities of the sexes, dude. Well, yeah. I mean, they're trying to push uh, birthing parents. It's God. it's Father's Day, so does that mean I get to tell you that you're the male follicle part that produces the sperm? Do not start with me. <laughs> Okay. The face I'm on Mr. J. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that's the way it, it gets pushed, and it gets pushed so far. Then there is no line between me and you. I just want people to bring it back to the grassroots and just just have this understanding what you see and what you understand. And I've never had a being a black man. I've never had a problem with the majority of the people that I see in my day to day going back and forth from work to blah blah blah. Right. Usually. White people, okay? I see a bunch of Mexicans too, and a small <laughs> smattering of black people, and every once in a while. Well, you do Asians. live out in the see, boonies, but do you see what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, it's, but it's it's diverse. But you see the 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 sprinklings that are in there, right? Okay, it's not. I just don't one mind or that you show me that in in popular media. You don't have to now make everything diverse. It's okay we're having five. It, it works. Look, I've done male reviews where they've had five white guys and two black guys and a Mexican. Hey, that's, that's diversity. And if they could have found <laughs> themselves a fucking Chinese dude, they would have hired him too. I'm okay? sure of it. Yeah. So it's okay as long as it seems balanced and as long as it's anti-inclusionary. It's, but right now this looks kind of fucked up. It's the way okay if it's the right person for the right job. Yes. And and it doesn't have job, to be based upon this pigment or melatonin. Fuck in your no! Skin. I'll say once again, models are really interesting looking, ugly people. <laughs> some of them, and yes. Some of them, some of them, are the, some are of the them. prettiest things I've ever but seen. But they're in the world. so pretty that they're fucking ugly, dude. <laughs> they're so unique. I kid you not. Look that up. I on don't your think own. Some the, of the Mona Lisa's models. pretty. I think that was a man. Oh, interesting. I don't mind that they're doing what they're doing. <laughs> I really don't. Because, you know, as as a striptease agency manager, okay, mm-hmm. um, I was always looking for that uh, that showcase stripper. I was mm-hmm. I was one of midget. I'm like, we need to have we, a midget. We should have had we a midget. We need a midget, okay? <laughs> we need a midget. But here's the thing. When people are calling up looking for that midget, there's an expectation. Right. And that midget's a, I'm sorry, little person. Me and her have already had a communication. I'm like, baby, I'm going to make you some money, but you right. understand what this is, right? And right. she's like, yeah, daddy, make me that money. Well, you've all also had that, uh, You there was the, you wanted a, didn't, didn't you have a hmm. VHS that had the the suitcase with the midget? <laughs> all right, so ladies and gentlemen, no, that- ladies and gentlemen. This is, this no, that that's a porno you saw once because I've seen the porno too. There, Jay had this porno back in the day. It was fucking funny. That um, so not my porno. I didn't put that. All together. right, who's porno? Yeah, you weren't in the porno, no. but you owned the VHS yes. porno. It's an old tape, dude, from the nineties. <laughs> and, and so, and the, they put. So, <laughs> hold on, hold on. I got to tell this story. Okay. So I've I've only seen it, and it was back in two thousand, mm-hmm. like two thousand five. 
And this guy walks into this hotel room and he slings this uh, this case up onto the bed. It was a suitcase, big and he suitcase. Undoes the, the zippers and a midget pops out of the, the suitcase. He bangs the midget and then he puts her back into the suitcase and zips it up and walks out the door. Yeah. Yeah. Like that is the whole that is so Yeah, it was hilarious. original. It was creative. It was. Yeah, not one of mine. Not one of mine. <laughs> and I think I think that's become kind of played out now. I think everybody does it or has done it, but the, that was one of the first ones <laughs> I've seen. So I had to keep that clip because it was funny as fuck. That was hilarious. I don't I just want them to keep it real. Because right. it seems to be influencing everything else. Okay. Yes. Um and once again, when you come down to the grassroots, you know, if it's not gonna work in a strip club. Right. The things that are kind of associated with it is not going to work. In. It's, right. it's not going to. Yeah, you've got – you still have to be able to stimulate the mind. Yes. You, and the loins. And the loins. Yeah, I and mean, that's a hard thing to do. Your Sex is selling. And yeah. if you're selling something that should be private in the bedroom, I mean, are you really reaching the people that you want to reach? That's why we have a hard time with this pop this podcast because yeah. it's so niche. Okay? We are very niche. Yeah, yes. it, it's yes. adult entertainment. Do people want to talk about? It? Do people want to you know talk about the do, real shit? Do people care about our because opinions? Because it's in the <laughs> dark, right? It's the building over there with the blacked out windows and the neon sign. Nobody sees in there. You're not. Your kids are not supposed to go in there, <laughs> right? Okay, and it seems as though they're just kind of making that weird. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. because, you know, and I'm seeing it influenced in everything, you know, Captain Marvel's androgynous, you know, fucking Ray's androgynous, mm-hmm. you know, they don't have no titties on them. Yeah. That well, kind of a thing, you know. And also it, that goes back to the, the Batman thing. Yeah. Are they selling, are they selling their product to children or are they selling their product to adults? Right. And who are they selling? And, and who are they who selling, are selling it to? Who are they selling the product to? Yeah. Where more do you need people to buy stuff if you're... If you're telling me that men don't buy Victoria's Secret, but now you're trying... That is the dumbest shit that ever. That is the dumb... That it really, really is. Um, to not know your, your client base. <laughs> How do you not know your audience? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's this crazy. Is real, this is real shit. This is real people, dude. Do you know, do you know how much... Do you know <laughs> how much pussy I got because of Victoria's Secrets? <laughs> right, right. Fuck. So, yeah, man. Um... I don't know. Weird days, dude. Weird days. So, yeah. So I love the way we tied <laughs> we didn't, strip tease This is going to be this. so much for you to edit. Okay. So our final subject is going to be stripper questions from the internet. We haven't done that in forever. I know. It's questions from the, the internet. internet. So Love it. On yes. Twitter, what's up? I asked everybody to send in their stripper questions. You know, um, we like to answer questions from people get I very like many people. we like people we do so we've got about 10 questions oh cool from our friends uh, one of I our friends good ones well we'll see one is from yeti yef yeti yef and he has one of those ask yef kind of podcasts where he asks dumb questions that he finds and then you know he puts his own spin to it okay yeah he's a really cool guy he asks a lot of questions so we're going to take them one by one. How many questions did he ask? I think he asked about four. So, yeah. What is it? This is going to be like 40 questions. It's okay, gonna go be, ahead. It's going to be a lot of questions from Yeti Yef. What do strippers do when they get old? Now, this is a question for me. We die. <laughs> well, 
Right. Well, most of what when we get too old, we move on to a different position. So I, from a dancer, I became a a waitress and a bartender. Oh, okay. That's what I did. What did you do when you got old? I'm still working. I'm just well, doing. You're just not doing. Shit. Yeah, you're not dancing anymore. No. So what? So what did you do when you retired? From dancing? Yes, completely. Got a real job. Oh, that sounds sad. I know. It? It, that yeah, sounds, it's, it's, it's very so, sad, dude. It sounds yes, sad I came back to the real world, and life hasn't been. It's been interesting. It's not fun. I can tell you. No, it's been fun. I'm okay. I can tell you myself that since I retired, Mm -hmm. I'm trying to find myself. It's really cool. I'm trying to figure, I'm learning new things with Big D in the shop. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Use that time, dude. I'm trying to figure out where does somebody with my particular skill set go? What do I do? How do I figure it out? I don't know. I've well, we've learned that in several episodes here on Next on Stage <laughs> 1. So, folks, check out our back catalog where we have interviews where you get to find out what <laughs> strippers do when right. they retire. He goes, LOL, but really, have you been? Oh, that wasn't the real that, question? That was part of the question. Oh, I told you, shit. At, Yeti, you have to ask a couple of questions. You have been in a job. What seems like a few skills are needed in a non-stripping line of business. Okay. So what do you do now? I said I started a podcast. Exactly. Good answer. <laughs> That's what I did. I started this Survey podcast. says. Ding, 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 ding. Okay. Yet he has on to another one. Okay. And he wants to know, do you report your tips to the IRS? Yes. Ooh. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I see you. You have to use the other eye there, Pixie. Yes, we absolutely yes, report we do. everything All of our to the tips. IRS. We make sure even down to the penny. penny. Yep. 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 The IRS knows what we've made. Yep. Every yep. dollar. Every dollar. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, right on, dude. Good question. Yeah. All right. Love it. Here is another question rolling off the IRS one. <laughs> How much is the most money you made in one night? Oh, fuck. I've already told this story. I was working with you in the in the company, and I made $2,000. Yeah. And that was after tipping everybody out. My best night. And I wasn't the only one who made that money. No, that was a good that night. night. Yeah. That was a good money for Fuck, everybody. Management-wise, I've made a shit ton of money working for someone else in a management capacity. That's yes. where I made the bulk of my money. Striptease, I think my best night was $300. Three, uh, I would say $300 on stage and probably a little bit beneath that. Private mm-hmm. parties? Private parties were where the bulk of my really good nights were yeah yeah and on stage is where i made like 13 dollars was the lowest yeah now i've never had a night like that in a night and no I'm, fuck yeah, that, fuck oh, that. I'm, going fuck no. I'm going home i'm going home now i've never had a shit i hope that comes up as a question <laughs> all right so nuzzle house he says does any performer get so drunk or high that they get pulled off the floor and told to go home Yup. Yep. Those <laughs> motherfuckers, yes. My best friend Journey fell off a stage because she had drank too fucking much while she was working. It was fucking hilarious, dude. She calls me up and I had to leave at like 11. I was sleeping. She called me up to go pick her up at the bar. 11? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. She fell in an ashtray. She had like this, it like embedded itself in her. It was nasty. Ooh. Oh, fuck. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, I've known a lot of fucking drinks. I've done dude. a lot of drinks. Um... Never, oh, nope, there was one of my birthday parties that I got drunk there at the club, and that Big D had to come and get me, but 
for like two hours, I was just in the back room, just managing myself with a, a trash can, a bag of chips, and some water. Because I was that drunk and I was going to go home. Ugh. Yeah, it was, I, I was wasted and had, had a really good time. My best times mm-hmm. were after parties. I didn't go to after That's parties. when the drugs and alcohol really showed up. You know, because right. you really didn't, you know, do stupid shit at work. You know, we drank. I didn't do I didn't. Shit. I don't do drugs at work. Yeah, I, I didn't. I've smoked weed at work. But. I like to be um, mentally prepared for whatever's going to come at me. Yeah. Because in that kind of industry where people are drinking alcohol and you don't know what somebody else is going to do when they're on alcohol. Right. I wanted to be top-notch game because I'm in heels. <laughs> you never know if somebody's going to throw a chair at you. You don't know what's going to happen. I did drink like a fish. I drank like a fish for But a- I expect that your tolerance was more like oh, mine. Man. You know, we I was drink a pro- on a nightly basis. I was a professional drinker. Right. Yes, yes. Right. So that was a Absolutely good question. True. Good question. Yeah. And then he also says, thanks. When I was at one of the places in Denver, a cowboy something, a handful of dancers were so high they looked like zombies. It was bizarre. I wonder why they were allowed to mingle with the clients. Cowboy something. You mean the shotguns and the willies? That would have to be. Yeah, that's it right there. Well, There's an electric cowboy. You know, dancers usually hung out there. No, not a dance club? You think he's talking about a strip bar? Definitely think he's talking about a okay, strip club. Okay, then we won't say which one, but yeah, we're, we're aware of which one. Yeah. And I think the reason why those girls probably got to stay is there is that hot factor. If you're really hot and you make good money for the club, there's a lot a club will put up with. Bro, it's called the Pussy Pass, okay? <laughs> And the really, really hot ones get away with a lot of shit, um, especially if she, especially if she's cool. Okay, now the bitch hot ones you just learn to deal with, right? You know, and and you just try to keep them away from you. But the cool hot ones, well, these ones were and, so but, stoned that they were like zombies. But they get drunk and they right. get high and they get stoned and they bump their nose all fucking night. You know what right. I mean? And they're cool people. But, yeah, those things yeah. happen. We let them get away with it a little bit more. Yeah. All right. We got Signal Jam. Signal Jam. Signal Jams. Jam. Science question for pole dancers, especially. <laughs> How do you prevent friction burns and sticking to the pole? Your question. Is it powdered, like, gymnastics? Oh, fuck clothing, no. No. Stockings? I figured it wasn't lubricant because, because then the hands could slip off. You're right. Okay, it, baby dancers. Don't listen to any of that shit, okay? You will die. Do no powder on the hands. You can use a little bit of powder. You can use the gripping on powder. On the bra- Oh, okay. The gripping powder, like if you were going to rock climb. Okay. That's fine. Because then you're using something that's not slippery. If you use something slippery, you're going to slide right off that pole. Right. Because in my strip club, you turned around the pole. The pole didn't turn around you. Right. You, had, you, you said that before. You had to use your own friction and momentum to move around the pole so it's a lot different than if the pole is spinning on its own there are there are poles poles that that spin spin. yes but my club they were stationary and they did not twist you twisted around them right and you did not want to be slippery slimy gooey sticky you didn't want any of that so to prevent some sort of slimy stickiness you washed your hands. That was one thing. You washed the poles. 
Because nobody wants to dance on a gross-ass, nasty pose. None. You wiped them down. Uh, Hopefully, people wipe them down more than once per night. Some clubs are better than others on that point. You can use powder, like I said, but it's got to be the right kind of powder. It's got to be the gripping powder. If you're wearing lotion, you got to put it on two hours before you go to the club. You take a shower, you put the lotion on, you let it dry. Because if you go into the club and you get down on that stage with that lotion or on that pole and somebody else busts their ass, they're going to beat your ass. They're going to find out who did it. And you see I'm really limited with my <laughs> my my exposure to those poles. I have worked in clubs mm-hmm. where we we've worked in female clubs mm-hmm. where we were allowed to dance on their stages. So, but we don't grind and all that bullshit on on the poles. But you guys wore oil. Yeah, but we don't do that kind of but a show. You we're not be, spinning on the pole. Yeah, and you wouldn't be on your knees, would you? With the oil? Cuz oil doesn't No, I've got a couple moves where I'm, where I'm on my knees. Because kind of <laughs> that's what happens is the oil doesn't absorb into the skin. Right. I hear what you're saying. Because you want it to be all nice and shiny. But what I'm saying is that we just never spun on your poles. Yeah. I never had yeah. to. We have more stirrups yeah. in our Okay. In our okay. Yeah. But I've danced on those stages. I get you. One of the things that um, girls do to prevent the friction, it's going to happen. You have to build calluses. You build calluses. You build yeah. calluses. And you can do you can do underarm deodorant if it's really that Ooh, bad. Oh, that's smart. I well, like that. You can do that, especially if it's like hot and you're sweaty. Yeah. And you got that chafing rubbing going on. You can put underarm ro- deodorant like under your boobs and in between your uh, thick thighs. That's interesting shit. <laughs> yeah. You know that those are just mom things that I know from being a dancer. Thanks, mom. Yeah. So that was signal jam- jams. <laughs> jams. Jams. <laughs> All right, what's next? All right, let's see. I got to back up. I'm looking on my... Woman, you are slow. I am so slow. Okay, Ladies Fright Podcast. These are all podcasting friends, so if you hear a name you like and you think they're funny, go on to Twitter, find them wherever you're listening to the channel now. You can probably find them there. Check them out. Check them out. So, Ladies Fright Podcast. They ladies wanna... Fright Podcast. Super fucking cool ladies. What is the cringiest request you or a friend has gotten. Oh, no. Mm-mm. Not for me. No, no, no. You don't got any cringy? Uh, I, Because I've got several oh. really cringy, but just, they just, are fucking triple X-rated type oh, shit, dude. not even for the podcast? Uh, no. Back in the day when we used to answer, it's more the phone stuff. When oh, we were, yeah. From bookings, when we were trying to do bookings, the requests that would come in, some of them are frightening fucking creepy. Some of them were fake and some of them, I'm pretty sure, were, we're pretty real. fucking yeah. real, you yeah. know. So when you're answering the phone to to make bookings for the adult entertainment, and when it comes to private parties or even one on ones for that matter, um, yeah, the requests that come in for sh- when when this you offer a striptease, yeah, oh yeah, the phone. oh yeah, go on. Oh God, go the requests on. that would come in were absolutely fucking perverse, you know. Yeah. And some, and I'm willing to bend. On a lot of shit, as long as it stays within legal parameters. Right. Okay? But sometimes people just, when they make requests for certain things, and wow. And you just got to be like, no, no, thank you. Kind of fucking twist your head, dude, straight up. So I don't even, I maybe one day, 
Maybe one day I will do a one-on-one. We'll have a one-on-one podcast where we talk about one-on-one striptease, okay? I think we might have to do that for the Patreon. That might have to be on the Patreon. Yeah, just okay? a little bit more, a little a little bit more extra X-rated. Because there is dirt on that shit, okay? Right. And just, right. so, yeah, I've got a number of stories when it comes to nasty shit. Well, when it comes to the industry itself, striptease, when, when it was on stage, no. Yeah, uh, I've got a number of crazy stories, but nothing sick and well, twisted. Well, um, sometimes customers in the bar will ask you for weird stuff, or they'll go a little too far. But it's always consensual. If you want to do it, you do it. Here's the money, you know that kind of thing. I think the weirdest thing that I that I was ever asked to do was, or it wasn't me. It was one of the girls. She was asked to take a brand new outfit to the back room and pee on it. I've heard of that kind of shit. For me, it's too far. But I am also a vanilla stripper, and I don't. It doesn't matter the amount of money. It it just doesn't. For me, it doesn't do anything. I've heard of that. I used to know a girl that had a regular that came in, used to buy her pee, and it was not for drug tests. <laughs> okay, see now that's weird too. Yeah. So, but hey, we did the Belfine episode where we talked about guys buying her bath water. <sighs> I mean, things like that happens all the time. All right, we got a follow-up question from Ladies Fright Podcast. What is the situation that should have gone bad but didn't? Oh, okay. I've got yeah. several. Yeah. Do you want to go first? Um, You go ahead. Okay. Yeah, so you're already primed. I used to enjoy intercompany events. Um, I'm a real big person. Of, I, I love Denver. Right. Yeah, I've been out here for all my life, you know, so I love the the connections that you make locally. You know, Coors, Coors Beer is made out here. Uh, my high, you know, fucking Denver Broncos, you know, that kind of shit. So I love working with Denver companies. So when it came to intercompany projects, every once in a while I would reach out to another company and say, hey, you want to do an event like an oil wrestling match right. um, at bars or, uh, or sports centers, that kind of shit. Or the pizza place that we've talked about before. Yeah, dude. <laughs> So there was this one event that we did, and it was an oil wrestling match between the company I was running mm-hmm. and another company. Now, we explained to these goddamn cats on acid. Thank you, yeah. Steve. Thank you, Steve. Okay. Um, these goddamn cats on acid. This is not real. Yeah, we're just Keep having it, fun. It's just fun. And and when Chicks you do, and bikinis, when you wrestling. do oil wrestling, it it should be fun. It doesn't. You're not trying to demolish the other person. You're just trying to lightly spank on the butt, jiggle the boobs, have a have a good time, bounce around. Right. Like oh, you know. so I'm having enough <laughs> of a problem keeping up with these crazy women. Right. Okay. So I guess something had happened during the night where one of the girls was talking to a group of guys. And then she went to go talk to another guy. You know how we do. Yeah, you know, we, we, bounce, we bounce around. We're butterflies. Exactly. So I guess one guy got mad that the attention was being paid to an, another guy. And uh, things got kind of stupid. And a gun came out. Oof. Yeah. And so my people are qualified to get all Wait. the cats on acid in the back Wait. of the fucking house. Okay? Mm-hmm. You, you, you understand that. Mm-hmm. Shit goes crazy. You need to go. No questions. Yeah. In in a private party setting or something like that, dancers go to the back. 
Right. You're supposed to go to the back even if you're a dancer in the club. You're supposed to listen. Unfortunately, I had a crazy bitch working for me that, <laughs> that didn't understand that this shit. This wasn't me. And she's so busy be running her mouth, she's mm-hmm. just escalating a situation that didn't need to be escalated, you know, by... You know, talking kind of the way crazy bitches do. And a lot of us were scared for our lives at that point, even where the owner of the bar had gone to get his shotgun, some type shit. So we were real close to people getting shot that night. Oof. That was, and really because of one One young lady that doesn't know how to stop running her mouth. Right. And do what she is told. She's she's, she's very Well, you know, when you get alcohol or something in you, you just kind of think that you're bigger and stronger and tougher than. Then you should be. No, I don't think this one drank. I think she was just stupid. Oh, okay. Because most of my time is my, uh, every time that I've fought people, it's because of my pride. It's, no, I get you. It's not, it's not because. Oh, and strippers are fucking hard-headed too. So, I am. But I get it. Definitely a hard-headed stripper. All right. We're going to move on to the Booze and Spirits. The Booze and Spirits podcast says, I've only been to a strip club once. I felt that it was unnerving the dancers, because my reflex is to look people in the eyes, not the jubilees, the boobies. Does that wig out dancers, or was that just my imagination? Okay, this is a so, fun one. So when you look at people in the eyes... I want you to steal my junk, to tell you the absolute truth. Does it weird you out it when they... It does not bother me. When they look at you in the eyes and not your, your junk? I try to direct them down there. <clears throat> okay. You know, um, I, I don't know how... I do it by getting their eye contact and then looking at my junk, and then jiggling my junk okay. using the ends of my T-bar and right, directing or your their leash. eyes where I want it. Yes. Or your leash. Or my leash. That's a yeah. story for another time. Yeah. Because I don't think I've talked about that one we live did yet. Not, we didn't talk about it live, but we did talk about it. Yeah. But so, I think this is a bonus feature. For me, I look at customers in the eyes. I want to have that connection. I want to be in the room with a customer. And usually, the only people that are really freaked out about it are baby strippers. They're strippers that that they just don't know how to communicate with people yet. Or you get a customer, he has never been in the strip club. Sometimes they won't look a dancer in their eyes. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So you it it works both ways. Customers and dancers can be really affected by that eye contact. I love it. It's like a it's like a power thing. That's really you're, interesting. Because you're looking at them and you're you're commanding them with you're having a conversation. People want to see your eye contact. Yeah, they but wanna, I'm not trying to have a relationship with you. I'm not trying to tell you a story. I'm trying to gyrate my body and I want you directed there instead of looking at well, me, you know? I, I still I still even if I'm trying to be sexual, like I that level of intimacy with the locking of the eyes, mm-hmm. it, it it can be very strong and very powerful. That's the way I just like to do it. That's our difference. Yeah. I'd rather have you look at All my right, body. All right, let's, let's do Hey, Wait, Shut Up podcast. Is performing enough of a workout to stay in shape? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> or do strippers find that they have to work out in their free time too? Fucking both for me. Well, yeah, because you're the Spider-Man body type. Well, here, well um, as a male dancer, it, you get all the cardio on stage, which mm-hmm. does the definition. But if you want to gain weight, you have to eat and be pumping the iron. Mm-hmm. Well, as a dancer, it, when I was younger, dancing was plenty to keep the weight off. But then as I got older and I drank more. And it was I a had, struggle at that point, right? It was a struggle right? at that yeah. point. So then, then I had to work out at night. After I, after being on stage, 
so it didn't it didn't equate at the end. I I had to work out at the end. I've got a very natural build, so I've been able to get away with mm-hmm. just maintaining. You know. Mm-hmm. All right, Michael nineteen sixteen asks if using body shimmer, biodegradable or plastic. What is body shimmer? What it's it's um spray. Yes. Like spray perfume that has glitter in it. I used to wear that shit. And he wants to know. Oh, and perfume. Do you use it and why? Absolutely. No. I am a herpes stripper. You are a herpes stripper. That is going to be our new t-shirt, ladies and gentlemen. Jay, the herpes stripper. Oh, You like herpes, herpes, stripper herpes. I hate stripper glitter. Stripper glitter gets on everything and anything and usually that's how your man gets busted. <laughs> I have got a great skin tone. It is a milk chocolatey smooth and it looks great with sparkles on it. So yes, the stripper glitter, I'm all about that shit. But yeah, you pass it on. Right. Oh, it was it was pretty that's good. That's fucking yeah. funny. I That's good. You know, and this show has been a blast. <laughs> yes, we kind of we kind of went off into the weeds. Yeah, it's we not as dynamic as the last episode when we just went through and said the word fuck about a billion times. And we still don't have a winner on our last episode. Someone needs to take us up on that challenge, dude. How many fucks do we have? In the last episode. Yes. We will send you stickers if you guess. But you got to listen to the show and count how many. Totally do. We know how many we've done, but we're not going to tell you. So... Send us, send us the bad signal. We want to know how many did we do. How many fucks did we give yeah. in last week's episode? Right. So on Facebook, I have been visiting with all of our friends. I've been doing some really, really cool stuff. I noticed your meme that you placed up there. Uh, the Kong or the King Kong the King, meme the King is Kong fucking hilarious, dude. It's the perspective of King Kong when he was climbing to the top of the building of the uh, the Empire State Building. Yeah, and, and his the perspective dong was right of, fucking yeah, the there perspective in the window. of the people in the board. Boardrooms looking out their windows. That's fucking great, dude. Great time with that. It, we do. We have some really good memes. I didn't have anything else when it came. I was hoping that you were going to follow up with that. <laughs> yeah, so the dong on there is absolutely hilarious. So good on that. We had a couple of people who stole and shared the meme. And you should. If you find, find our meme, share that meme. Yes, but join spread. the page. Spread the love. Join, Join the, the page. page and spread the love. We could really use uh, help from you folks out there. Numbers are down just a little bit. I so. think numbers are down with everybody. You think so? Yeah, I'm not okay. worried. I'm um, not sure worried. with your friends. If you think you had a good time listening right. to this, you know a stripper. You are a stripper. Pass it on, man. Yeah. We really appreciate you listening to our show. Uh, we might have ruffled a couple of feathers. Nah, we didn't. Yeah, you know, it, it's our own opinion, and we're not All out- these opinions are not necessarily the opinions <laughs> reflected by the next on stage one podcast. Yes, they, they are. are. <laughs> well, we don't apologize for anything. Not because, a goddamn thing. Because when you have real conversations with people, you get to know who they are, and you can be friends with me and disagree. Yeah, me be friends with me, too. Aw, yay. So I check, really enjoyed the show. This was fun, dude. Yeah. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Where are you on Facebook? I am Next on, on Stage next 1. Next on Stage 1. And on uh, Instagram, I am Mr. J Next on Stage and 1. And I am Next on Stage, just regular. 
Yes. That's just me. And I believe you have a Twitter handle. I do too. have a Twitter handle, which is Next on Stage. Well, at Next on Stage, and it's Pixie. And we have a link tree now too. We do on the on the Twitter space. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed the space or being part of the live show. Enjoyed ya. Yes, the and ones of you that stayed. And if you want to listen to us next week, feel free to become my friend on Twitter Spaces and jump into the conversation. We're going to open this up after the end of the show, and we're going to talk to everybody in the Twitter space. Cool, cool. Yeah. Um, so one last thing, folks, before we see you next week, uh, Quite the Thing Media podcast has completed. It's over. No more voting. The voting, so you don't have to go anymore, but we do appreciate you. We yes, do. We Thank do. you so much for that. If you can do us one little more favor and just make sure you share this with just one person. Just say one person. Give us that cool. lip service. We really enjoy you telling somebody you think would enjoy this show. Yeah, man. You know, it's great. I, I had so much fun with you, Mr. J. I did too. And you know what, ladies and gentlemen? My name is Pixie. And I'm Mr. J. And you'll never know where we're going next on Stage 1. Talk hard, Denver. Thank you, guys. Bye.